Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you... <laughs> there we go. Garage Logic Podcast number That's too slow now. I three, think back what I said before. Four, I, I like the old Joe back. Zero. Put a quarter in it. Like the old Joe back. Mar- <laughs> March 11th, 2020. 66 degrees was the high on this day on two occasions. 2012. That's when the golf courses opened on St. Patrick's Day in 2012. Wow. And 2016. 27 below in 1948. They had a cold uh, post-war uh, period there in 1948. Post-war. And now, from the mayor's oh, office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense. Your mayor, Joe Sushire. You said 2012, they opened up early. Did St. They, Patrick's Day. Did they stay open? Yes. Wow. I do not remember Beautiful, that. Uh, beautiful I do spring. that. Beautiful yeah. spring in 2012. Wow. Was that when we did the, uh, were we were marshals? No, it was way before that, because I wasn't did, working uh, with you guys. St. Patrick's Day, West 7th. 2010. Okay. When 2010. was the garage door opener then? Has there ever been one in March? Uh, you know, so. I got it out there. I can uh, to the left of where I sit is a bunch of papers, and one of them is the openers. Uh, we have tried to keep track of the earliest openers. I would guarantee it had to be that year. I would guarantee there's been a couple of March openers because the uh, I uh, I think St. Patrick's Day was a Saturday in 2017. Here I'll find it. It's at the bottom of that, isn't it? So are, are we going to do something for the opener this year? There are plans and works. And we're actually, a party somewhere? Yeah, we're meeting with sales uh, later this later this week. Well, oh, I was hoping... It's, it's in your pile. I was hoping, hoping we were going to invite all the GLers over to Suchi's Garage. Oh, well, let's do that. That, yeah. sounds like a good, that sounds like a good plan, Kenny. I like that idea a lot. He's not paying attention. None whatsoever. Well, this is, a, this is disappointing. We can't lose that. I mean, give me that stack. I don't. Give me that stack. I, if I would have known that this was going to send you down. <laughs> Spiraling out of control. A left-hand highway. Hey, really it's a quick. good thing it is because you don't really want to hear what I have to say Well, let me, th- let me, before you get into that, I have to give credit, Kenny, uh, to GLR, GLR Luke, I believe it was. We were just hearing the theme. And you know the trendy picture with how to wash your hands and what song to sing i saw that joe the guy did it to the opening theme of gl did you see this photo it's a it's a it's a gal named claire who put that together i thought well i i got it from luke on twitter oh okay but anyway it's it's rook did you see this the hand washing technique with soap and water you've seen this photo with with happy birthday or whatever song and the guy did it with the the theme of gl can you play that no it's a photo so I posted it to both oh, Twitter and to Facebook. Ah. It's really cool. Thanks, Luke. I appreciate that. Sometimes I shock myself at how good my memory is. Okay. <laughs> I told you the golf course is opened. Yes, you did. March 17th in 2012, yep. which was a Saturday. Wow. The opener the in 2012 <laughs> was March 16th. Wow. No Friday Come before. On. The but opener, Kenny, you. to answer your question... Yes, a March opener in 2012. It's got to be the earliest. It is the earliest, hands down. I like the fact that we were so focused that we looked up the information right away. 
instead of having somebody tell us the next day. <laughs> we are. Guys, that's you know focus. If there's, w- the if there's one thing we are, it's focused. I'm focused, man. Laser. Uh, just real quickly as I look at it. Is it possible last year the opener wasn't until May 31st? Yeah, yeah because Absolutely. remember we, we were was, at Grunhofer's. It was dreadful. because oh, That's just, right. Yeah. We had many 60-degree days, yep. uh, but none of we them never, fell on a Friday. Yep. Uh, 70. Many, yeah. many May, many, well, May and no, April no, tie for wait, openers. Wait, wait, wait. We were at Grunhofer's before the opener. Yes, we were. Because we were there for fishing opener. Because we had to declare it just so we could make plans. And we got a lot of pushback from we the did. GLers. We did. So yeah. I believe we changed the verbiage of that particular broadcast. March 16th, 2012. We're a lot like Putin. We'll change the law to whatever suits us. <laughs> just, no? Oh. Uh... <clears throat> I'm not very good at math, and I'm not very good at science and technology, but I know the human condition. He's going to say there's something coming here. And you're going to be panicking, all right, but not for the reason you think, based on my prediction. Not COVID? No. I did call about two weeks ago. I did say uh, the way this is going, we're all going to be quarantine in our house mm-hmm. and, and people uh, thought that i was panicking and uh, my point was that i could see it this becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy that this is going to be decimating and i believe mike osterholm and tony Felucci and these other people yes this is going to be terrible and we're all going to get it in one way or for, in one other in one form or another we're all going to be exposed mm-hmm. okay Germany, for example, Angela Merkel is now saying that 70% of Germans will be affected. My only response to that is, why wouldn't it be 100%? If it's 70%, how how are are 30% evading it? I'm guessing people in the outskirts, right? That's got to be country folk. But let me build up to the panic. And it's not the reason you think. Uh, This is just the news from today. Uh, Chicago has canceled the St. Patrick's Day Parade mm-hmm. all right, when they turned the Chicago River green. Yes. Which is such a neat tradition. Yes. Right. And like Cleveland, which starts their river on fire. That's Let me right. stop right there because I have a question. In Ferris Bueller's Day Off, what parade were they in in, uh, in the movie? Remember the Don Cushane, yeah. Matthew yes. Broderick's on a float? Was that the St. Patrick's Day parade? I don't think so. Because that would would be a script flaw. Yeah. Because in the same movie, they were at a home Cubs game. And the Cubs would not have been playing. I'm sounding like Mr. FYI. The Cubs (laughs) would not have. It was just called the Chicago Parade that was featured in in, in the film. Okay, they're off the hook then. Uh, Von Steuben Day. Was it? Yeah, what, what's Von Steuben? That makes sense because it had a German flair to the parade that Ferris Bueller was in. I love that you love that movie. Oh, I think it's a... It was one of my favorites growing extraordinary up. Extraordinary movie. Yeah. Just a really, really good, good movie. Uh, Angela Merkel warned 70% of Germany could get coronavirus. I'm not going to dispute her. I think this is a real, real problem. I'm but building the, the, up to your panic. But the difference is... We might get it, but we don't necessarily we won't necessarily die. It might be like the well, the flu that said, Matthew. Have you heard the news out of Anoka today? A thirty year old critical yeah. condition mm-hmm. out. They can't even talk to the person. Further, oh. further indication that airline travel will continue to dwindle. Three TSA screeners in San Jose, California. If contracted coronavirus. And then if you follow that down the chain, imagine all the stuff they touched from the passengers coming and going. Oh, boy. That's so bizarre because they all wear gloves, though, too. We breathe well, in. It's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a breathing thing. I know it's that, not a hand thing. Washington State has banned gatherings of 250-plus people in Seattle area. So any group, uh, so the Mariners, for example, uh, I guess they're continuing to talk with political officials uh, in fact, the Twins are scheduled to play in Seattle after they leave Oakland, mm-hmm. uh, and Oakland's the season opener, and it may very well be by then that uh, this ban of 250 people or more will be in force or um, miraculously might go away, or it could be no fans whatsoever. 
the uh, Sharks in the NHL are determining plans for home games after a crowd ban. Hmm. The Sharks in the NHL were still determining how to proceed Tuesday with three scheduled games in San Jose this month following a local ban put in place on gatherings of more than 1,000 people. Okay. So it's various politicians from place to place in America are arbitrarily, not whimsically, but arbitrarily coming up with the numbers that they're going to allow to gather. And do we know what rationale that they're using when they come up with those numbers? Yeah, they still believe in containment. They still believe that if we can if we can behave in a way that uh, or, or develop a course of action that uh, prevents people from exposing themselves to each other, we're better off. To what point? Merkel saying seventy percent is are, are going to get it. We should assume the same thing for this country, shouldn't we? Yes. So why are we even trying? Because well, look well, at the economic impact of having an empty. Oh my God! Uh, the XL Energy. If they do that, the XL Energy awful. Center. Think of the Rickies that are selling beer. My sister, one of them. Um, the parking lot attendants, well, the wait staff. Matthew, that, South by Southwest. That affects the entire city of Austin. Yeah, that's, they called it. It's it's. They're not wow. doing it. Yeah. Well, you can you can you can dwell on these festivals and sporting events, but it could become far more insidious than that. When you shut down manufacturing, or you you, you shut down the court system, you grocery oh, sure. stores, Jurors. grocery stores, yeah. water plants, breweries, breweries. Boy, a guy might want to. This is some serious lay doom. in some supplies. Yeah, and this isn't the panic I'm going to provide. For oh, you. good. Oh, good. You're gonna make it worse. Huh? I am gonna make it a lot worse. I want to make it a lot worse. Uh, but I'm building up to it. Uh, let's go with our friend Mike Osterholm. He did a he did a long podcast with Joe Rogan the other day. Oh, nice. that's what you were listening to Joe for. Mm-hmm. I hope okay. he name dropped the uh, Garage Logic. I don't think he had okay. reason to. Okay. But Jay Coles uh, also was able to interview Mike Osterholm last night. Did you happen to see that, Rook? I did see that. Uh, <laughs> and I take what this guy says. I believe oh, in this yes. guy. Yeah. Uh, just breathing the air near someone who's infected makes this challenging, Osterholm said. It does spread through the air, and so even if you are more than six feet away from someone, the virus is contagious. Based on transmission trends in China, the virus could infect 20 to 60% of the U.S. population over the next 6 to 12 months, Osterholm Jeez. said. The flu's infection rate, he says, pales in comparison with what coronavirus could do in the long term. Today, people will say, well, the flu kills a lot of people. But by the time this is done, it's going to dwarf the flu, Osterholm said. And this is, this is a rational guy. He's not a panic guy. But he'll be a panic guy after I give him today's panic because I'm building up to the panic that you all will pay. He advised people should use common sense and track the areas where people have tested positive for the coronavirus before traveling or heading out to events with a lot of people. The truth is, the more knowledge we have about this, how this spreads, the safer people will be, Osterholm said. In fact, flying is maybe a little safer than people realize with the airflow systems that planes now have. That surprised me. Uh, I, I, the air on airplanes has always struck me as stuffy. Gross. Yeah. yeah. Uh, U.S. U.S. in a race to contain coronavirus, uh, corona as the cases now exceed 1,000. As corona cases crop up across the U.S., some governors and other leaders are scrambling to slow its spread. And this is where the banning of public gatherings comes into place, enforcing quarantines, calling in National Guard troops. With new deaths reported and the number of confirmed U.S. cases exceeding 1,000 lawmakers and health officials set up containment zones and quarantine areas and sought to limit contact with those who might be infected. Las Vegas, closing all the buffets at area, Bellagio, MGM Grand, Mandalay Bay, the Mirage, Luxor, and Excalibur. Rib City. Uh, uh, whatever, all the, uh, all the, all the, whole, all the uh, public food places in Vegas. Being shut down are currently right now being yeah. shut down. Yeah. Oh, jeez, yeah. I had not read Think that. People yeah. not going to Vegas. Look at that uh, money mill. <clears throat> uh, Major League Baseball can, uh, is prepared to have its plans altered as of Wednesday morning. Today, MLB uh, still had neither canceled nor moved a regular season game due to the coronavirus outbreak. But that Wednesday morning appears 
in that previous sentence indicates how fluid this situation is. The calls between MLB's task force on the issue and the club's have not only grown more frequent, but more than just the designated point person for each team is often participating now as organizations each ponder contingencies if games need to be played at alternate sites or not at all. Don't they usually do an international series to start the year mm-hmm. in MLB? Mm-hmm. I wonder if... Or not at all. Because the Twins were in one in, what was it, uh, the Puerto Rico last year. To me, this all uh, is, does not seem surprising. Uh, it's it's natural the human condition to want to protect yourself if you can and so none of what i've said is really outrageous i don't think anything i've said suggests panicking i think everything that we're looking at uh suggests local and regional governments doing what they they think they should do to try to limit the, the spread of this, right? Yes. In Minnesota, what would a state of emergency entail in Minnesota? I'm getting closer to your panic. Mm-hmm. As of Wednesday, more than a dozen states in the U.S. have declared states of emergency. Uh, while as of yet Minnesota has not declared a state of emergency, many wonder what would entail if it came to pass. For purposes of definition, a state of emergency means an unforeseen combination of circumstances that calls for immediate action to prevent a disaster from developing or occurring, as spelled out in Minnesota Statute 12.03, Subdivision 3. The list of functions that are considered effective in the event of an emergency in Minnesota include police, medical and health, warning services, and a myriad other functions. The main goal is to ensure that a Comprehensive state emergency operations plan and emergency management program are developed and maintained. Because every emergency is different, the exact nature of how a state of emergency is carried out may vary. All right. In New York, Governor Andrew Cuomo announced officials were implementing a containment area around New Rochelle. In Massachusetts, Governor Charlie Baker declared a state of emergency this week as positive COVID-19 cases edged towards the triple digits, of which 70 were connected to Biogen to a Biogen employee conference at the Marriott Long Wharf in Boston. In California, Gavin Newsom announced a state of emergency following the state's first death as a result of COVID-19. All right. This is depressing. Oh, we're getting closer. You're getting closer to your statement? We're getting closer. House Majority Whip Jim Clyburn, Democrat South Carolina, appeared ready to call off the Democratic primary race Tuesday night. Oh. And declare former Vice President Joe Biden the victor. That would not bother me because I'm an anybody but Bernie guy. (laughs) In a conversation with NPR as the results were coming in, Clyburn, who already has endorsed Biden, said that if Biden were to sweep six contests, it would be best for the party to put an end to the primary race, debates and all. But that's not COVID-related, is isn't. it? It isn't, but it can be tied to it because they're canceling their rallies. They don't want to get in front of large public crowds and shake hands. I think it's them bailing because they know Bernie doesn't have a shot. Well, that and Bernie uh, Bernie would be a prime—based on what we know about this illness, Bernie would be a prime candidate. An elderly guy with compromised health. Well, isn't Biden in that same boat? He's an elderly guy with what what we are to understand has no compromised health. Apparently, okay. he's always challenging people to push up contests and wants to fight okay. you out and back. They take you out in the alley. I can't fight like a man. Yeah. <laughs> Tis but a scratch. Well, Joe, before you move on, let me ask you a question. When can the Democratic Party officially nominate their candidate? Do they have to wait till a certain day? Well, I, I believe you would still have to carry through with the nominating convention. Okay, I, I just well, wanted to know what the... Can't you can't you look forward and see that getting canceled? Yeah. No. If this is a six, a six yeah. to 12 month scenario, you're looking at canceling the political conventions. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. that brings wow. me to... I'd be all right with that. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> is Senate in session right now? How, how far away are we from just canceling government? The House might quarantine itself. 
and there be no Congress in session. I read that today also. That can't be good. It can't. What if there's an emergency and we need these chuckleheads? And wouldn't this be a great time to... Oh, never mind. I don't even want to bring don't, it up. Don't do I don't it. Even want to bring so their it national convention is in Milwaukee. Where's the Republicans? Um, the Republicans 2020 Republican National Convention is in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I just finished Randy Wayne White's newest book, Salt River. Yeah. And uh, I got a note from Bill Stein regarding Salt River. Hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, Joe, just returning for a week at spring training, great fun. While there, I was able to enjoy a wonderful snifter of my favorite age Barbadian rum at Doc Ford's on Captiva. Mm-hmm. I had been reading Randy Wayne White's book, Salt River, on the trip, and on page 133, I remember this, he describes a Friday night bash at Dinkins Marina. Fishing guides had trucked in a keg of beer, a bushel of oysters roasted over a bed of coals, uh, there was smoked mullet, brats from Minnesota, mangoes from Pine Island, and a steaming cauldron of black beans. Could this be a nod to Grundhoffers, mm. Mr. Stein wonders? Mm. I think it could be. I think Because Randy is. listens to the podcast. He does. He's we, were in, we were in a Twitter uh, string with him the other night. Yeah, texting. Texting string. Yes. The texting string. He's, of course, referring to brats that might have been brought down to Dinkins Marina on Sanibel Island. Yeah directly uh, in somebody's uh, cool storage device from Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. So famous. How famous are they? They're now even being mentioned in the books by New York Times bestsellers. Because I'm going to assume that the only thing Randy could have meant (laughs) was that those Minnesota brats... We're Grundhofer's brats. Nice. There's 130 what, different flavors. I tell you what, if I'm going to make it down there, and I'm gonna, I've got to make it down there to Marco or Naples or wherever, I'm going to bring him some brats from Grundhofer's. I'll keep them in the frozen state, and I'll personally bring them down. There's so many Minnesotans there on Sanibel and what have you. Yep. Wouldn't it be neat if at Doc Ford's had an exclusive license to sell Grundhofer meat? What a great marketing idea. It's a great marketing plan. Spencer, I want a percentage of this. Yep, I right. want a percentage of this. Well, I gotta, let me tell you how much I got from the rookie burger yeah. stuff first. Yeah. Half Zero. of nothing is still nothing. Yeah, but they're Angel. good They're good burgers. <laughs> yes. Yes. Rookie burgers, ribeye burgies, uh, burgers, 14 uh, kinds of summer sausage, oven-made, oven-ready, pre-made meatloaf, mm-hmm. which is a big favorite of the staff. It's all available. GLers, you know the drill. You get to Grunhofer's. Old-fashioned meats at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61, and you'll meet five to 500 new GLs. You said you mentioned in there that uh, in his email that uh, he got the mangoes from Pine Island. I was unaware that they had a m- mango. No, no, no. Pine no. Island is uh, is different in Minnesota. Uh, Pine Island. There's. Oh, a are you talking about Pine Island, Minnesota? There's yeah. a Pine Island, Florida. It's. Uh, I got you. That wasn't full. <laughs> uh, have you had your selfish holiday yet with your meatloaf? Uh, no, it's still in the freezer. Okay. He's the, waiting for the, the selfish holiday. <laughs> I am so checked out right now because of this this dire threat that you're giving. You're, you're not going yeah, to break, are you? Yeah. No, we're not going to break. I, I'm not going to let you go to break until you tell us what the hell it yeah. is you've got up your sleeves here. Because this right is now. driving me nuts. I'll need to con- compose myself. Oh. It's okay. that dire. But we're doing it in the next segment. You're yes, not going to drag this out for yes, another sir. hour. a deep coronavirus <laughs> breath, and we'll be right back. We'll be right back. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. So GLers have stepped up to me at appearances and out in public to tell me about their experiences at DK Mags in New Brighton. I'm thinking of Chief. I'm thinking about Andy, a few of you other guys. Uh, And I really haven't heard a bad story yet, which just confirms my own personal reaction to them after my first visit a few years ago. Uh, Invariably, I hear the same few comments. Excellent counter guys. Nice, varied selection. And fair prices. Of course, it's the prices I want to mention today. You've probably heard me talking about the great prices and the willingness of DK Mags to price match or even go lower than the competition. But DK Mags, are you listening, Chief? Uh, DK Mags also proud to uh, offer our military veterans and law enforcement officers another 5% discount 
on most items, including firearms, which when you think about it, how come every retail outlet in America doesn't just do that no matter what they're selling? Uh, leave it to DKMags.com to lead the way and offer a discount as a thank you to the men and women who have served us and are currently serving us either in uh, law enforcement or in the military. Keep that in mind. Uh, and, oh, and you know what? While you're thinking about DK Mags, they also have another joint. It's up in Monticello, yeah. Monticello Pond and Gun. We're proud to call them GL family members, dkmags.com. All right, we've had the uh, an increase in the cancellations of public events. We're seeing a decrease in air travel. Mm-hmm. I think reasonable and rational American citizens are buying the gravity of this. Uh we're canceling public celebrations and parades. Sports seasons might be threatened. This is on the front page of today's Wall Street Journal. President Vladimir Putin backed a constitutional amendment that could prolong his two-decade grip on power until 2036, the clearest indication yet that the Kremlin leader intends to remain in control of Russia's future for years to come. Let me stop right there. How come you never hear about coronavirus in Russia? That's an interesting sidebar, isn't it? They don't allow it. They don't allow coronavirus. Look at this. I'm, I'm at a. They don't have it. I'm at a website. Uh, Global cases by the Center for Systems of Science and Engineering. Uh, Russia's not listed here. Huh? Russia is not listed on this list. So they're just not acknowledging it, or they're just not. It's letting not it conceivable in? that somebody doesn't have it, but they're just not going to allow it. Interesting. After months of speculation about Mr. Putin's intentions, a proposed a proposal adopted by the state Duma, Russia's lower house of parliament, would allow Mr. Putin to run again in 2024 when his second sequential presidential term ends and he is currently required by the Constitution to stand down. Tuesday's move was the latest step in the carefully choreographed process that began in January and has involved a change of government in Russia's biggest constitutional overhaul since the end of the Soviet Union. If Mr. Putin stays in power beyond 2024, he could serve as president until the age of 83. He would be emulating leaders such as President Xi Jinping of China and former President Nurul-Sultan Nazarbayev of Kazakhstan, who oversaw legislation changes that permitted them to remain in power for decades. It would also make him one of the longest ruling leaders in Russian history. Mr. Putin, 67, has held power in Russia since 1999 as either president or prime minister, though his popularity has begun to flag in recent months amid U.S. sanctions over Russia's conflict with Ukraine. Uh, uh, and Mr. Putin says uh, that he is approving of this constitutional amendment. <laughs> oh, he is. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got that on record. <laughs> That's even longer than Stalin, by the way. Such so thirty-two oh, yeah. years longer than. Stalin. So you want to panic? Uh, our guy sees what's happening. Oh no! And he looks at his buddy Putin and thinks, "Damn, that sounds good to me. Mm. Uh, I'm going to require." Uh, he'd have a hard time getting it done. I was but, just going to say, "There's no way." Well, but my 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 panic. You want to panic about something? He would try to enforce a constitutional amendment that would allow him to continue serving as president because of this national emergency. And that because of this national emergency, it is too unsafe for America to conduct elections. It's too unsafe for America to be in public. And therefore, until this matter is resolved, I will remain in the White House and I will be in charge. There's your panic. Wow. But. Sure, there's a lot of buts. And I'm, God hopes that I'm wrong. But I'm 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 reading crystal balls here. I, I could see the attempt to make that happen, yes. Joe. But he is hated so much, only by half the country. By half the country, thank you. That there is no way that this would pass. But number one, he's going to win this election, so that's another four years. So he's going to he can't even propose this until. Five years down the road. Believe me, if he well by then four it, three years down the road. If he if he if he thinks that he isn't going to win the election, I can see this happening. Uh, 
I told you, I'm not very good at math, and I'm not very good at science. <laughs> he could be arrested, though. I'm not very good at technology, but I can see the, I can read the tea leaves. And it seems to me that this is a stunt that he would absolutely be capable of. Absolutely be capable of. Would he do it? slamming his fist on the podium like a dictator? No. Or would he approach it the same way Putin is? Because Putin is actually saying that he thinks Russia should keep this whole two, uh, two-year two term limit thing, but he also said Russia might not be ready for changes, so he's willing to he's willing to uh, help him out. We'll see if this rings true with, with Don. Putin is convincing himself that he is irreplaceable. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think President Trump already thinks he is irreplaceable right now. <laughs> so he reestablishes himself as a personal guarantor, guarantor of the elite's future. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there we are... see how difficult the situation is in world politics, in the field of security, in the global economy, Mr. Putin said. The coronavirus also flew to us. That was the first mention of it. And oil prices dance and jump, and with them the national currency and the exchange of rate. In January, Mr. Putin proposed constitutional changes aimed at redistributing formal powers among the president, prime minister, and parliament. Mr. Putin also shuffled the government, removing longtime ally Dmitry Medvedev as prime minister and putting the former head of his tax service, Mikhail Mishutsin, in charge. Puppet. Can't you see Trump reading this this morning, laying in bed, thinking, damn, this sounds good. But, but I, I want to throw this at you, because I don't disagree with what you're saying, but... Russia is constructed in such a way where this could happen. We're, we ain't Russia. Yeah, we have fail-safes in place. This can happen. He'd be arrested. He'd be hauled out of there. Okay, I'm just telling you. I, yeah, I'm not disagreeing with I'm you. I'm just I'm not saying, disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I'm probably way out there. But this is America. I know it is, and we have to trust yeah. that America will prevail. <laughs> but uh, I think you're dealing with a, with a character who... Uh, could see himself trying to pull this off. But like Kenny just said, his <coughs> ego is such that I think he's he thinks whether it's Biden or Sanders, okay, bring it on. I'm going to win anyway. All right. And I think, I think he will. I think I, he yeah, will win. I think he's I think he he uh he, He's allowed to have that attitude because he's right. I mean, he look will. at all of the campaigning that's been going win. on from the left the past 3 years, whatever it's been. I mean, his campaign is a fraction of what's going on from the other side because he's that confident he's going to win, and I think he's right. One of my jobs. I know. <laughs> one of my jobs <laughs> as the as the mayor of Garage Logic is to try to make predictions about where we're headed. Well, this and is a, this is what the CIA does. They they invent these. <laughs> Scenario? No, no, I'm serious. They do. They invent. It's, They've called it's, me on this. It's war game. It's war games type of stuff where they invent scenarios yep. and then they see those scenarios out to the end mm-hmm. to see what the conclusion would mm-hmm. be. Like so I, I actually laud you for your uh, outrageous thought. Oh, it's ridiculous! Uh, it's ridiculously outrageous. But look where look what's happened in one month. Look what's happened to this country in one right. month. Do you f- We're becoming paralyzed with fear. And I'm not suggesting we shouldn't be. I believe in Mike Osterholm, and I believe in this Tony Fallucci, the doctor that's, that's able to contradict Trump. I, I believe that we're at risk. I believe that—and uh, I also believe that apparently it has nothing to do with being over 70 and compromised when you have a 30-year-old in, in Anoka County in yeah. a critical condition. Well, we've already learned it. it's, it's a deficiency in your immune system. So spend an hour in a license bureau and you'll strengthen your immune system. Right. That was a good tweet. Yeah, so it was. Due to my focus and uh, not wanting to be corrected <laughs> tomorrow, uh, the number of confirmed coronavirus cases in Russia rose from 28 oh. uh, to 28 from 20 on Wednesday. And all the people tested positive in the last day had previously traveled to Italy, according to the coronavirus crisis center's statement. This coming from the Moscow Times. So how many cases are they <clears throat> claiming in Russia? They uh, went from 20 on Wednesday to 28 as of you today. You know it's got to be more like around 28,000. Sure. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, Such is this something you f- that you personally fear, this scenario you've created? It's not that I fear it because I'm comforted by the, the uh, redundancies 
redundancies we have in place that that would that would put an end to it. But it's it's I absolutely believe that this is the type of guy who would try it. And it would and even in trying it, you're gonna cause incredible disruptions. Yeah, I would that like one's, it's going to get ugly. Yeah. Even even su- suggesting that would make it ugly. I would like to ask our most loyal GLers, what we call behind your back, our base. I would like you folks to hang with us. Don't don't give up on us. Just because of this, he's just, just he's inventing scenarios. Just because the mayor went nuts. Um, wouldn't it be more likely, or how do I phrase this? Shouldn't you be more afraid? that this virus situation is going to shut down the Senate, shut down the House. We're not going to be able to get anything done. They won't be in Washington. Something awful will happen. We'll be uh, some Another country will strike, will hit us, and we won't be able to retaliate because we've got nobody in Washington. That's Isn't no, that something we should truly be afraid yes, of? Yes, and that's no more outlandish than my scenario. Oh, I think mine's far more realistic. I, yeah, I think I think so, but it's also it's also... It, it is more realistic. It is more realistic. But my point being that given all the peripherals, you know, limiting the attendance at a Sharks game is, is just a, a tiny symptom of, of what really could happen in Washington, D.C. Yeah. What's, the old, what's the phrase the Obama team had? Uh, never let a... Uh, crisis go to waste or something like that. Never let a. Uh... Yeah, that, no, I think it was never... fool fool me once. No, that was not it. Oh, never it, let a good crisis go to waste. Yeah, I think it was like Rahm Emanuel. Uh, you know, never let a let never let a crisis go to waste. Hmm. Something along those lines, which is brilliant. And I think that uh, I think we've only seen the tip of the iceberg at how this crisis. And I'm prepared. You're right, Rahm Emanuel, you're right. You never want a serious crisis to go to waste. Yeah. And what I mean by that, it's an opportunity to do things that you think you could not before. Uh, amen, brother. Amen, uh, brother. Wow. Well, the first thing that came to my mind was George Bush in uh, Iraq and Saddam Hussein yeah. when you said that. Because if you're going to believe anyone, it's a politician from Chicago. Boy, oh, ain't that the truth. <laughs> ain't that the truth. <laughs> On either side of the aisle. Right. But I think we've reached a sad point in America where I would not put it past the political class to use this as a manipulative event over the over our lives. Joe, they already are. Yeah. Absolutely they and, are. And, and what we have to weigh and we have to put into balance and perspective and context is how much of what they wish to manipulate is credible and we should go along with it. Okay, now you're approaching what has been going on silently in my head. My psychosis is is such that I've lately been thinking this is a population control effort, and it's also an effort to completely 100% control the movement of all people on Earth, not just America, not just China, not just Italy, an effort to control every single one of us. World power. Yeah, but that presupposes that presupposes that you think that the virus was intentionally absolutely put into the world. One hundred percent. See, I don't. I'm, I'm not there. I'm Boy, not there. you know though. You, and you think I'm crazy? I was just gonna say, well, Rook. You know the line we use on him, Kenny. You are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. Like, you're like my shrink. You you get it out of me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm more than willing to keep this stuff buried and eat my problems away, eat and smoke and drink coffee, but you you brought it out of me. Well, even though in Wuhan there is a uh, chemical weapons facility where they they invent this stuff. This is world power. Oh, hell, I can get where you are, can't he? (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you, they shut down Italy. I mean, they shut it down, Mm -hmm. and it's going to happen here. My favorite part of Putin, uh, the story, though, is Putin, he... He favors this amendment to the Constitution. Sure, sure, yeah. He's approving of this. Okay. Yeah. The way the... Uh, he looking, gave it the thumbs yeah, up. Yeah. I'm looking at a times piece here. Uh, I like your version better, but mine says, uh, Putin said he believes that in the years to come, Russia must develop into a country in which the president changes regularly. So he said the Constitution should retain a two-term limit, but he also said 
Russia might not be ready for those changes, right. and I'm here to help you That's out. Right. I'm, I like here to help. I'm here to help. I like to see the Russian guy raise his hand that opposes this. Yeah, yeah. We'll see you later. <laughs> Sweat beating off his uh, James Woods, is he an actor? Yes. Uh, Fine actor. He's nuts, but he's very yes. funny you, on social you media. you follow him on Twitter? Yes. Twitter. Well, yeah. when I see it, I don't have him listed as somebody I'm following, but he had a hell of a one the other day. How about this? Biden takes Hillary... As the VP candidate, then he dies. He either suffers. Oh. From, he either suffers from, from dementia or gets coronavirus. Hillary becomes president, and then in the event Biden ever is indicted on the Ukrainian hooligans, uh, Hillary uh, pardons him, and Hillary will at last be president. Wow! With old Bill laying on the couch in the Oval Office with the white gym socks on. <laughs> yeah. Huh? How do you about that? You like that wow. one? Wow! I can see that happening with his business hanging out. Yeah. Right. That's why we need Biden to pick Amy. But is there a difference? I, 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 we're, we don't have to go down that road. We don't have to. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're on the coronavirus road, and uh, where the coronavirus could create the opportunities for the kinds of political manipulation that we haven't seen in this country. Yeah, absolutely. We haven't seen in this country. Remember, no war has ever been fought in this country, short of the Civil War. No. No, uh, no uh, horrid uh, virus has ever taken over this country. We, we, are, we are, have remained essentially untouched on the world stage in terms of our well-being and our financial couple health. Of, yeah, a couple of terrorist strikes. Yep. But Other than terrorist strike, uh, we have not been attacked. Well, but we are killing the climate. In this country, well, True. pretty That's, much so. But uh, boy, what great opportunity for the climate uh, crowd to 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 elbow in and be part of this new ruling class that Don't will take give over. Them ideas. Uh -huh. This well, I'm is just... the ultimate conspiracy. The ultimate, and it appears to be playing out. Mm -hmm. Well, let's hope this doesn't. Let's hope this thing doesn't. I'd like to point out the fact that uh, Rook and I are the only two that aren't nuts on this uh, right. particular show. Very well, not. I, I don't. I don't like it when I'm I'm being interpreted as uh, you know. I'm not Alex Jones for God's sake. No, you're not. Uh, I reject anything he says, and I don't read his website. He just got picked up for drunk and yes, driving. Yes, he did. So, did Dallas in Austin? Oh, oh. wife called. <laughs> wife called him. Wife called on him. Uh, Thanks, honey. Yep. I'm just saying, I think what we've learned over the years in GL is we studied the mystery and we studied the political class that uh, they're hard to trust. Oh, yep. I agree with you there. They're hard to yes. trust. And they will do anything to preserve their power yep. and live in the political class yep. because they've enjoyed the uh, privileges of living on a rail of American society that is completely unrelated to the rail of American society that us four uh, live on. Have I'd say abide. five, but height isn't here for some reason. I know why. I'm going to tell you in a moment why he's not oh, here. Oh, yeah, and it's it's disturbing, and he's going to be back tomorrow, yeah. and we all might not be here next week because of John. Well, I'm thinking of two reasons then that why he why he's not here today. I'm thinking of two reasons. Well, <laughs> there is I'm the, really nervous. There is the one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm having a cocktail tonight. I'll say. Do you realize that Schmelz Countryside Volkswagen is one of the last Twin Cities truly owned family dealers? Do you realize this is now third generation? Do you realize they were among the first to sell Volkswagens to the mighty Minnesotans? Mm. A lot of people think their local dealer name is still run by the same family that used to run it 20 to 30 years ago. The truth is now these dealerships are owned by conglomerates. That is not true at Schmelz Countryside. And the only way they can compete with these huge companies is by providing excellent customer service and maintaining relationships they've had for the last 50 years. Check out the Volkswagen family of SUVs, including the Tiguan and the Atlas. They're roomy and they're either available in two or three rows. They got all the latest technology and stuff. What year would you say that they buried the hook in your old man? 1960. VW. White uh, one. A bug. Oh, it had a gas heater. Every time you turn it on, you have the card blow up. <laughs> They've come a long way. Oh, they're they? wonderful. They're wonderful. 2020 uh, Volkswagen Tiguan's are on the ground and ready to deliver, uh, ready for you to uh, drive away. Uh, conveniently located. Well, you have to pay first, I suppose. They're conveniently located. They're 10 minutes east of Minneapolis, 5 minutes north of St. Paul in the southeast Maplewood quadrant. 
of Highway 36 and 61. There are details at SchmelzVW.com. Don't forget Fiat and Alfa Romeo as well. SchmelzFiat.com, SchmelzAlfaRomeo.com, and SchmelzVW.com. This is Patrick Ricey for The Canopy Group. Do you make practical decisions based on being lucky? Do you have one agent representing only one company for your home and auto insurance? Are you hoping they are lucky enough to have the best coverage at the best price for you? Uh, the Canopy Group believes you deserve more than luck when it comes to your home and auto insurance. You deserve a true and tried process. The Canopy Group has a dedicated team of 30 professionals and hand selects their 16 companies. They match each client with the company that best fits their individual needs. This due diligence and hard work results in the best coverage at the best price for Canopy clients. No luck, just a disciplined and dedicated approach to serving you. Remember, new clients enjoy an average savings of over $600. Request a quote today at thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389. Sounds like CZ Top, doesn't it? A little bit. I watched that documentary. I loved it. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Sujoy. What, what's it called? Because people are going to ask. ZD Top, a little old band from Texas. Nice. Little old band from Texas. Yes, Reeves, you uh, are monitoring something? I have a breaking news item. I know we're a podcast. Uh, out of San Francisco. Mayor London Breed bans all large gatherings, including Golden State Warriors games, to curb the coronavirus spread. Now, does that mean the Warriors still play? I yes, but they they can't have many games left because uh, they're out of it completely. Well, but, how do the how do the major leagues handle this? How do they handle the loss of revenue? Well, they've got the Giants and the A's that are you know what ten miles from one another. If that, they can't quarantine us. As Americans to our homes, can they? Yes. How? How are they going to enforce that? We will find you if you're uh, out of your home. Uh, it would be draconian measures. Mm. Please return to your dwelling. <laughs> I suppose, well, in China, if you violated that, they just arrest you. I don't think they'll come to that here. Yeah. Uh, we also now have a fourth case confirmed in Olmstead County. Really? Right, yeah. Or, or sorry, did you, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we've got two working theories on John Haidt. Well, yesterday during the news, mm -hmm. I slipped Haidt a story out of the Green Bay area where a guy was taking a nap in a mortuary and he was mistakenly uh, inserted into the crematorium. Yes. I knew it was fake. I gave it to John, and the sap went with it. Oh. I mean, he just he just went with it. I, uh, and and uh, you baited the news, man. I, I gave I did I did a little bit. Well, yeah, and, he's and, protesting. And, you know, people you are then. pointing this out on email that John Height was such a sap for the. And, and I I have to tell you, I I knew it was fake. I, I looked it up, and I gave it to Height and said, "Go with this, John. This is pretty interesting." So that's your theory. And, and I think he's just too embarrassed to be here. That might be right. You might be right. Well, then, so that sleep doesn't exist. Then. That hard sleep that I, I commented on no, yesterday does not exist. exist. Doesn't I, exist. I am. Uh, I have decided I'm going to believe the story, even if it's proven false, because it's just such a fun story. Well, it's not really a fun story. <laughs> well, the guy was screaming. Right. Turned it off right away. Just turned think it about 15 seconds of sheer terror, where they could hear the guy in there screaming. Oh. <laughs> I knew it was fake, and I handed it to John and watched him bite for you. Just I felt, swallowed the hook. I felt bad laughing. Yeah, but now I'm. No, I'm well. I'm I'm relieved to know that it was. Yeah, it was not. Yeah, I yeah. still believe it's true. I know you do. Uh, Boy, did we get ripped on Twitter for that one? By the way, well, I know, but I mean, <laughs> you think I'm that dumb? You know no, what? No, hell Tell no, those chuckleheads no. to come on in here and do uh, do what right, we're doing for, for the moment for what we're getting. Wait a minute. Paid. Wait a minute. Be careful. <laughs> uh, the other one, and I, I think this is truer to reality. That's the right way of saying that. Might not be. Um, Dylan Height has been in Seattle, mm -hmm. John's kid. Recording. Recording. He's a big rock star now uh, for the past week or so. Ground zero mm -hmm. of COVID-19. Mm -hmm. John is picking him up today, bringing back with him 
the COVID-19 into John's house, which John, in turn, is going to bring to us tomorrow. Can you be off tomorrow? He's going to pass it around the room, and by this time next week, one or more of us will be in a coma. Well, God almighty. Shut Why up. Why would you plant that seed on what my a guy? Moron. The guy to my right is not going to sleep for I'm weeks. I'm starting to cough. He has a fever already. It's going to be either you or I. You've got the age thing going. I've got the incredibly awful health. So it's one of us. Well, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Yeah, Reeves, how about bit, you? Which brings me to my show-killing, my show-stopping question, Joe. Are you ready to die? Uh, no. Well, <laughs> you got some golf to play. Jesus, yeah. Kenny. <laughs> you better God make peace. Almighty. You better make peace with your maker because I am ready. No, oh, and not right now. It's almost spring. I'm going to call height and say you're done. You're fired. <laughs> you're no longer. You can do the news uh, from the home. We'll call you <laughs> on the phone yeah, on the f- if we need you. We'll you. call you. Stay home. You're self quarantined. Joe <laughs> has self quarantined you. <laughs> Boy, based upon the tone of the show today, it's almost like we need a professional conspiracy theorist to call in. Oh, yeah, that's not you. a bad idea. Yeah. You know, there I've been inquiring around the building. There are um, measures being taken here. There are steps being taken there and is. plans for who's going to stay home, who's going to be here. Matthew, you'll be excited to know this. They're firing up the studios on 61 in Maplewood. All the engineers are up there right now. You're joking. You're, you're not I'm not me? joking. No. I, no, I talked to Mike, second. too. I talked to Mike, too. Yeah. In a second. Yeah. They're up oh there God. right now, probably listening and, you know, passing a doobie around right, or something. Right. <laughs> that they found at, under your old desk. Whoops. <laughs> Say, hey, Roll. that's mine. That's Roll. mine. <laughs> Rolled right under the alarm right outside of the studio. <laughs> Well, the, the point wow. being what? I mean, if this if you couldn't work here, why would you be able to work there? I don't know. Something about quarantine. I, I can't claim to speak for management and what their plans are. I think are. we got dibs on the stuff. We worked there We're before. not we essential, though. We're not essential. Oh, I think look we're, in the mirror. We're I'm essential. essential. <laughs> well, but don't you think? That was one of the great Jimmy Breslin columns of all time when Mayor Lindsay was Mayor Lindsay, I believe. I uh, can't Maybe it was a snowstorm or whatever. And put out the the official city bulletin about it. No, all non-essential employees That's right. should stay home. And Breslin wrote, "I got up and I looked in the mirror and I said, you are an essential employee.' <laughs> you get your ass in yeah. there.' See, I, I look in the mirror every morning and think the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday on Twitter, we had a little fun at your expense too, Mr. Mayor. You reminded me of Royce and how Royce said. Greatest scam ever. Uh, midday talk show host when carrying the twins. Yeah. I worked six days one March. Yeah, he did. To which I replied with, only topped by the year the mayor uh, was going through the schedule, uh, wondering which days off he was going to have, only to learn the twins had changed their radio yeah, affiliate. How could I have not known that? I don't know. <laughs> he was counting 17, 18, 19. This is oh, amen. A- April 9th. Man up from heaven. All right, let's test your brain. Okay. What did I do to pass the time when we carried the twins? What did I do to pass the time waiting for the post-game show to conclude? Can you walk. All I remember. So we could start the show. I just remember you walking around, driving all of us insane. Right. Well, because I was doing what? You're a bad waiter. You're pacing. No, You're no pacing. I was accomplishing something. I was waiting okay. for the post-game okay. show. To conclude, because then we might have had 45 minutes left to do a show or an hour and a half left to do a show. But our show came on after the post game uh, on the rare event of an afternoon ball game. uh, And I used that time waiting to do something. Come on, this oh, is where I you can, excel. I, I can, this is where you okay, excel. But, uh, All I can I remember is you doing, driving us crazy. No, no, there was something specific, and I'm, I'm not retrieving it. Were you I'm, taking I, inner office polls? No. No. I no. was accomplishing something for my mental acuity. And by um, the way, you're thinking of Pat, because Joe wouldn't drive us nuts, but Royce would. You yeah, would, I didn't drive you crazy. Yeah. You would get up, and you, you would actually walk around. Right. And what was I doing? Uh, you were not. It wasn't exercising. You were. It was mental exercise. There's a hint. You it were was a keeping mental... it, f- not keeping it fresh. You were. No. Um... It's when I memorized the 87 counties in Minnesota. Oh. Aiken, Anoka, Becker, Beltrami, right. Benton, yes, Big you... Stone, Blue Earth, and Brown. I might commend you and I would he go would just walk Chippewa, Chisago, like, Clay, Clearwater, Cook, Cottonwood, and Crow Wing. 
you still have. You're right. That's right. Dakota Dodge and Douglas. Wow. All right. We stand corrected. You really are. Then I go to the window, look out, and I'd say Dakota Dodge and Douglas, Fairbowl, Freeborn, Fremont, or Fairbowl, Fairmont, Freeborn. It was so great. That's the period when a lot of employees became afraid of you. Manoman, Marshall, Martin, McLeod, (laughs) Meeker, Malax, Morrison, Mauer, Murray. It was so great to be in a separate room with you, you know? And then you would... We would roll the dice since there was a day game. Is Reavers coming in today? Yeah, is Reeves in today or what <laughs> he do we got? over a target he... field for the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody I, think... I didn't know would talk to me, and I'd say Todd and Travers, uh, UVW, Washington, Wilkin and Wright. And you wrap it up. I do remember that. Now that you have refreshed my memory. wrap it up with yellow medicine. He'd come out, look out the door, see what the weather is at the back lot. And then just stare. And that's where the phrase came. Did you remember to go look outside? Yeah, did you go check outside? Mm-hmm. Is it yeah, still there? Go front and yeah. see. And at the day. same time, to show what a difference there is, I was remembering, uh, trying to remember and uh, memorize. Uh, let me tell you what Melba Toast is packing right here. All right, we got 411 Posi Track out back, 750 Double Pumper, Edelbrock Intakes, Board Over 30, 11 to 1 Pop Up Pistons, Turbo Jet, 390 horsepower. We're talking some bleeping muscle. What's the song in the background? Uh, it's Head East. Never been any reason. Oh, what a great tune. I also at one time had the uh, Gettysburg Address memorized. Really? And I've I've only got the first few yeah. lines. I cannot yeah. recall that anymore. Uh, fine, GLers. Let's take a small time out. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. John Ryan's best beer. It was 1969. I had completed basic and advanced training in the Army and was being sent to my first permanent change of station in Germany. The 21st Replacement Battalion was located in an old former prison in downtown Frankfurt. What year did you say? 1969. Okay. The staff there made extensive use of us transients while we waited for orders by sending us to bases elsewhere in the country. I pulled a 14-hour stint of KP duty in the evening. Uh, uh, In the evening, one of the older sergeants warned us that we should be careful drinking German beer at the bar on the base. The bar was called the Stateside Club. It was there that I had my first half-liter tap of Henninger, a Frankfurt beer. It was truly the best beer I had ever tasted. After two of them, I found my way back to the barracks and fell asleep with a smile on my face. Oh, man. That's a beer story. I'll I'll Uh, say. I wonder where he ended up, 69, height of... uh, I know John. I think he spent... Did he have to go in-country, as they say? I think he stayed in Germany, if I'm not mistaken. Nice. My eyes itch. Uh, Barry Shockle writes, yesterday, yesterday, <laughs> Tuesday, don't touch your eyes. I have Too not late. stopped pulling on my beard. I'd shave it. That's just more, uh, that's Quit. like Velcro for the disease. I right. mean, giant coronavirus <laughs> germs go to your beard. I already told you I'm ready to meet my maker. Those, doesn't matter to me. Those I see you know, those funny balls, you know, when they, when they picture <laughs> coronavirus and they, they take a picture of it and it's just like a little gumball. Those are all in your beard right now. Hangs in there like toilet paper balls. <laughs> yes, yes. You're ready to meet your maker, but what's coming up on traffic? Right. What's yeah, coming right. up on Highway the 61 is reopened at Lower Afton. Thank you for bringing it up. You just tweeted that out. Barry Shockle yeah, writes, crash. Tuesday you were speculating about when you first aired the Mark Robinson video following his speaking before the Greensboro City Commission on April of 2018. He was the fellow we played yesterday, recall? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm the majority, all right, now running for lieutenant governor in North Carolina. Again, the, the sharpness of my memory... Astounds me. Okay, it You're astounds it me because I was. You what did I tell are. you guys no. yesterday? I said we didn't play that on the radio. It was on the podcast that we were first exposed to Mark Robinson. Okay. Well, Shackle backs me up. I was the one who originally sent it to you on March 20, 2019, ah, okay. which followed you, which followed your first having the great Reverend Tim Christopher on. So while we were all a little late to the Mark Robinson bandwagon, we are firmly on board. He is a man cut of common sense and garage logic, and together we can start the Mark Robinson for President campaign soon. Uh uh, Barry notes that he is the co-founder of the Minnesota Second Amendment Association. 
And he here's an email from him that was dated March 20, 2019. Great interview with the Reverend Timothy Christopher. All right. Remember that? Mm-hmm. How can we, we forget? We yeah. still have that. We still, uh, still touch base with the Reverend uh, so, Tim Christopher. You probably didn't hear about this. You might if you look at my Twitter account after the show. We had a semi-crash. Uh, and he crossed over the guardrail there in North. I think he was going northbound 61. He ended up southbound 61 at Lower Afton. You know where that is between sure. 494 and 94. They brought out a truck and dropped the largest amount of floor dry I have ever really? seen in my life because Look the thing it. leaked diesel all over everywhere. Oh, my word. Which served as a nice reminder for me. My kid's been driving me crazy for the past few months, Dad. Stop at Frats, bring home a bag of floor dry. So that's my mission for today. Yeah. I'm not going to forget today. I'm pulling into the Frats on Lake Street. Yes, Chris. couple more coronavirus items breaking right now as we speak at 10 after 1 on the social medias. Uh, the mayor of Houston, Texas, has now said that all city-related events in March will be canceled or postponed. And this from a gentleman by the name of Ricardo Lopez. Minnesota now has five coronavirus cases. Health officials expect multiple cases to be detected. I'm today. telling you, Such. This well, who's is, he? I, I don't know. Just but a it, Twitterer? No, but it was re, it was retweeted by our gal Julie, and she doesn't. But this is a lead up. First, they're gonna first they're gonna stop these events. Then they're gonna quarantine us to our homes, and then who the hell knows what's gonna happen. What have I been trying to tell you? I ain't doing nothing. You can't keep me inside. I'm going to Fratelloni's and buy some paint. I'm going to paint my whole damn house black. Governor, what do you think of uh, the mayor's... How uh, would you handle this? I don't know. Do what now? <laughs> governor, I saw you on with Joe Rogan, and uh, I lasted... Oh. I'd like to congratulate myself first, Governor. I lasted two minutes and 27 seconds. You know? Uh, but when I turned you <laughs> off, you were going on and on and on about how you carry uh, when you're in Minnesota and about your AR and your Glock. And I your got this, them all. And you're that and Loaded, the other. locked, and ready. <laughs> and, that's, and that's about the time where, unfortunately, uh, a real life called, and I had to turn you off, Governor. I, I don't appreciate that because I'm trying to get the word out to the people. This is over, man. <laughs> Do what now? Such, did we lose you? I was trying to find a uh, another announcement on coronavirus that I just saw that it is officially a pandemic. Yeah, yes. it is. It is. <clears throat> Which is an epidemic that's around the world. Right. That's so a we, pandemic. We got that going for right. us. Remember, Russia's only got 28 cases, though. Why don't we be more like don't, Russia? They don't allow it. They don't they just say no. Yet. It's, well, yeah. What has Trump said? Forget about it. It'll go away. It'll go away. And he still hasn't been checked out. And he's been in contact with people who are now quarantined. I don't know my demics. What's what's higher? Well, what? you have the what? academic. You, you know, your the, demics. Yeah. You got the epidemic. You got the, the pandemic. You got Pandemic's the ac- higher than epidemic. Okay. What about the academic? They're lower than the epidemic. And mine's the lowest. Yeah. What about the epidema? <laughs> That's a different. That's not. Are you talking about epidural? <laughs> yeah, epidemic, an outbreak of disease that attacks Level many peoples of. at about the same time and may spread through one or several communities. A pandemic is when an epidemic spreads throughout the world. Ah, we done, bro, fellas. I need a cigar. How about we? Uh, I need an e-bike. Let's. Uh, I need oh, an e-bike. Oh yeah, you do. I need yeah, an you e-bike. Do. I need yeah. an e-bike. You know who else does? The city council. Did you see the uh, letter to yeah, the I editor did. today yeah, about their parking spot? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Where would you go if you needed an e-bike? He, he would outrun the coronavirus. This letter, Such. I challenge city council members to get on their bikes today and try to get around the city. Try biking along the Greenway River Road, Minnehaha Creek, and the lakes. I would do that. I challenge them to get to EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and get themselves a Bintelli e-bike. Right now, preseason Bintelli e-bike sale through April 4th. All bikes at the lowest price of the season, plus a free gift with every bike purchase to all GLers who mention the podcast. Now, I haven't talked to Tim Bloom. I don't know what the free gift is. Is it one of those cheesy little flashlights or something, or is it really? Even if it is, who I, bet cares? It's, I bet it's something meaningful. Probably something something meaningful. Yeah. One year, no interest financing on all electric bikes with approved you'd, credit. You'd be first in line for a yeah. cheesy yeah. flashlight. Let me have it. Let me have it. Are you kidding? Right. Where's my flashlight? <laughs> now, every Saturday in March is a Bentelli bike 
demo day with Tim's daughter, Kaylin. This is personal training from the best. There's no snow on the ground right now. That that pathetic little dusting of snow we had last night is gone. So Saturday will be a Bintelli e-bike demo day at EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61 in, For- in Forest Lake. Get in there while the selection is best because these are the lowest prices of the season. Uh, and it makes riding such a pleasure. I'm going fat tire this time. Mm. I'm going as fat a okay. tire as I can find. Right. Good grip. Yep, yep. Gets a nice purchase on the road. Well, plus I'm riding on destroyed roads in St. Paul. They're de- they're devastated. Oh, yeah. You're off-roading, yeah, basically. You're off-roading when you're on a normal street in St. Paul. <laughs> yes, you're you off-roading. Uh, that's EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. It's not only Bentelli e-bikes, but right now that's where the sale is. But it's Yamaha motorcycles, side-by-sides, ATVs, helmets, apparel, equipment, great service, scooters, Everything you want for anything outdoors that turns an errand into an adventure. EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake on Highway 61. Uh, I, w- I do want to throw this out there. Uh, yeah. A lot of people are asking about the Cylinder Index Hall of Fame shirt. It yeah. is available at the Garage Logic store. I got one. Right at garagelogic.com. If you are having trouble accessing it or having trouble finding it, Shoot us an email, and I'll send the link right to you, because a couple of people have done that very thing. So we haven't quarantined that store yet? Nope, she's wide open, baby. Nice. Get your gear right now, garagelogic.com. You did my job for me. Thanks, Reeves. Take it away, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, you can at garagelogic.com listen to all the podcasts as well, but if you want to listen to some other stuff, maybe Johnny Heights, a fret club that's out there, maybe Table Talk with Rookie's Family, or some of those back log podcast from garage logic are all available at pod mn on your phone app if you haven't downloaded that do that today or on your computer go to podmn.com. check it all out thank you for listening to the garage logic podcast right